Hey, Relationship Transformers, welcome to the Relationship Transformer podcast. So today, Stacy and I are going to take you on a bit of a journey with us. In the last few weeks, our family has moved from Pennsylvania to Idaho. It was a little bit crazy, okay? It was a lot of crazy at times. <laughs> and yet, today, Stacy and I are going to share our story about the move. And one of the things we're going to cover is why Idaho? We're going to talk about the good, the bad, the ugly about our move our kids experienced through the move, some interesting things that movers said about us during the move that we thought were uh, unexpected but very insightful, and our lessons from this move, both for moving and for life. So let's cue up the intro and dive in. So the big question is this. How is it possible that one person alone can transform any relationship, save their marriage, create their unshakable love and unleash passion, divorce-proof their family without needing their partner to get on board and do this with them, and yet still get to be happily, authentically you without compromise? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answer. All right, so let's start. Why Idaho? I'm going to flip this around for everybody. And I get it. Don't get me wrong. Not everybody is aware of Idaho. I'm going to say, why not Idaho? Why <laughs> any other state? What's wrong with Idaho? <laughs> for months, we've been planning this move to Idaho. And anytime, and we moved from Pennsylvania, anytime somebody asks us, oh, where are you moving to? We're like, Idaho. Every single person without fail said, why Idaho? First, there's this pause. Like, there's this little pause. <laughs> like, we say Idaho. What? And they're, they're wondering if they heard us correctly. Is that a state in this country anymore? <laughs> and, and it's so undeserved, I'm just going to say. But it is funny how consistent that was. We're like, why? You know, I think if we said we're moving to Miami in Florida or moving, you know, to some well-known city in some other state that maybe has an ocean view or something like that, people think, oh, of course, you would just do that. But to pick on any other state, it's kind of silly. But anyway, it was very interesting to see how consistent that response was. Anyway, this was absolutely part of our life by design. Two years ago, Paul and I, to tell you the story, Paul and I started looking for a new house. We knew we were ready to move. To give you some references, we've lived in the same house before this for 16 years. Paul and I both worked out of one small office. It was a small bedroom. And that means that, like, if we're doing this podcast or if I'm on a Q&A call or Paul's on a video call, like we can't both be doing something at once because we're on top of each other in this small office, which definitely had its benefits, but <laughs> it also had its drawbacks. So we're ready to move and we went house hunting and we went exploring and in doing so realized at one point, like, hey, we could actually live anywhere we want in the world because of our mission, because of the organization that we run, because we're virtual, like we really could pick up and go anywhere. And it became a life by design conversation. If we're really going to live our life by design, where do we want to live? And so Paul and I went on this journey of figuring out where we wanted to be. And we narrowed it down to seven cities in the U.S. that we wanted to explore. And we went to visit most of them, did a deep dive look into all of them. And eventually, every time we went to a city, it would keep coming back to, yeah, but Idaho, like, was just better. It was the environment. It was the people. It was the culture here. It's like, people are so friendly here, and everybody's nice, and it's slower here. And 
and it's peaceful here. And we have a huge network of support and friends here that all have kids and our kids wanted to be here. And we love the nature. We're surrounded by mountains. It's so beautiful here. It's so beautiful here. The air is clean and it's just so great to be here that it became a life by design for us to pick up and move our family to Idaho. So that's why Idaho? And the second question we get asked about our move to Idaho is, what about your kids? How do they feel about your move to Idaho? You want to talk about how the kids feel? Yeah. So, you know, this was our thought process. And at the same time, we flew the kids out. We wanted them to experience it. And we had our own thoughts about you know, what we felt this would provide for them, but we also wanted them to have a firsthand experience. So our thoughts about why we wanted the kids to have this kind of a life out here is because when it's a slower environment, when you're surrounded by a lot of people who are, let's say, positive in general across the board. Yeah, friendly in nature. And choose by design. They choose by design to make sure that they know their neighbors and things like that. Things that get lost in some of the bigger cities these days and have been for a long time. It was more, what we saw for the children was more of a life where it could be more like it was when we were kids, where the neighbors knew who the neighbors were. Everyone really had like a caring nature towards everyone else. And it's kind of like going back in time in a sense like that for us from where we were, because that element got lost. That element got lost over time. Whereas it's a life by design choice for the people here in Idaho and in many other states in this country. Of I'm just going to say. Yes, of course. But this was one of the things that we really thought would be a priceless gift that we could give our children that wasn't as available, let's say, where we were. So that was a big thing. But we wanted the kids to move out or we wanted the kids to come out rather and see what they thought of it and just not without any pressure because we are not a demand relationship family, right? Without any pressure, just let them experience it and then see what their experience was like. Okay, so that's when the magic happened because we brought them to Idaho, was it last May? Yeah, in the spring, April or May for a trip for them to experience it. And literally, and they were on board, like from the time we started exploring the seven different cities and looking at it, they kept saying like, oh, I think Idaho is my top pick. Idaho is my top pick. I think I want to move there. And so we all came here on a trip. And literally by the time the trip was over, both of our kids came to us and said, is there any way that we can stay and not wait until August, like you guys go back and finish things up and and then, you know, figure out how to come back here. But can we stay and not go home? Like that was the closer. (laughs) Like, and then we weren't actually going to move until later this year, but it was Jake and Grace who came to Paul and I and made a very compelling presentation on uh, why, if it was at all possible for us to move before the start of their school year, they would super appreciate that. And our kids have like such incredible relationship skills. You know, they came to us and said, hey, we get it. This is a big, big deal. We are so grateful that you're moving us across the country. We're so excited about it. It's a great house that we're getting. Is there any way that instead of waiting for the fall or the winter, you would consider moving in August so that we can start the school year in our new schools. And if not, that's totally cool. We understand. But if there's anything we can do to make that happen, we're on board. And Paul and I, you know, we're considerate. We looked into it. We figured out a way, even though it was going to be a little uncomfortable, we thought. It turned out to be a whole lot of crazy. We figured out a way that we could actually move our family here in August so they could start their school years and we're psyched to do it. And we did that because 
comfort is not our standard. And that, my friends, is what we really want you to get from today's lesson. And we're going to go into this now. That phrase is something you should write down, stick it on your computer, you know, print it out somewhere, make it big. Comfort is not our standard. Comfort should not be your standard either. Now, don't get me wrong. I just got done saying how we came out here because we liked it. It was more comfortable in certain ways. That's not what I mean by that. Notice that our children wanted to move and get this done, even though it was outside of our timeline. And what that meant to us, by the way, happened to be that that timeline means that we had to do all of this, not only find the house we wanted to move into a whole lot faster than we wanted to based upon our original thoughts, you know, just thoughts, what we thought was reasonable. We intentionally, from our perspective, said it would be best if we could move like more closer to December. Well, when our children asked, our children are important to us. If comfort was our standards, we would have said, nope, sorry, you'll have to join school halfway through, and that would be very demandy of us. And just to frame that out, it's because the last week in July, we do the biggest event that we do all year long, our Relationship Breakthrough Retreat three-day live event. Our team worked on that event for a year. Paul and I bust our butts to deliver that event. We're on stage for three days. At the end, we're in a puddle of exhaustion. So to think that we're going to pack our entire house and move across the country right after doing that during a time when we're taking on so much, it's one of the busiest months of our year, August, was not exactly comforting. And it was not in our plan. It wasn't comfortable. But comfort is not our standard. Comfort is not our standard. And our children had very valid points. And it's a very valid need to want to kind of fit right in in the beginning of the year. And the truth is, the only thing stopping us from saying yes right away was we we realized we have some logistical issues, right? We and have, we didn't have a house. And we didn't have a house. So there's these small slight hiccup. challenges. Small, right? small, small hiccup. hiccup. <laughs> but what do we do? We live a life by design because comfort is not our standard. We didn't sit there and say, oh, we have all these reasons why it would be uncomfortable for us to do that. We chose instead, kind of what we said on that last episode, our question was different. Our question became, instead of, you know- We can't. Why we can't is, how can we, right? Just ignoring the fact that, yes, it won't be convenient. Yes, Yes. it won't be comfortable. Yes, this is going to create some challenges for us to overcome, but it's what we want, then we move forward. That's one of the key foundations of what we want to teach you from this particular episode is this happens in so many ways in our life. Yes. And comfort cannot be your standard. So if you want an amazing life, if you want an amazing life. So if you think about it, we had all these things going on. So we're going to have to find the house. And we're down to like now like an eight-week span, I think. while we're <laughs> Virtually built- find a house from Pennsylvania. <laughs> right. And normally, don't get me wrong, our calendar is jam-packed on a typical day, let alone preparing for the event and looking for a house across the country and flying out to go look at houses across the country. Like add in all these things. It would have been so easy to just say, that's too this much. This is too much. It's right. too much. And what we did is we didn't stop. We, in fact, our realtor said, you guys are animals. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what he said. <laughs> yeah. You know, because again, comfort is not our standard. So within that time frame, despite the live event, literally we did all of it. We went through many houses, put in multiple offers, you know, yeah, went through Just all the- to say something about that, that in itself was a journey in state mastery because we put in an offer on a house and it went south. Like it went bad and we needed to shift gears and not get that house house and start looking for another one. And then we're like, okay, this is it. Like we found our house. We put an offer on the house. 
And that one didn't work out. And we were like, oh my gosh, like it's getting tight now, folks. We're not going back to <laughs> Idaho to find another house. Like, how are we going to do this? And then we found a third house and then the third house fell it, It's through. like all different reasons too. It, it was, was amazing. Crazy. We were like, so we're like, should, you know, and a lot of people would say, well, then it's too much. No, I have, I've tried, right? I've tried and I failed. We kept moving forward because we still had time left. We're like, it's still possible. So I hopped on a plane, came back out. Yeah, we, <laughs> Paul was just such an amazing hero for our family. He's like, okay, this is our last chance. I actually do have two days this week that I could clear my calendar just me. I'll fly out. I'll look at the seven houses that we found. The next day, I'll fly home. So in 48 hours, Paul took two flights to Idaho, looked at seven houses, slept four hours that day, got up the next day to finish looking at the rest of the houses, and then flew two flights back home to Pennsylvania. And in that process, found this house, the house that we're in now, uh, which we love, baby. So we you do. did such a great job. Thank you. But it was crazy. Yeah. So it would have been easy to stop, but we don't stop. And in the meantime, we're still doing all the stuff we have to for the event. And, you know, just to add to it, to show you that timing was inconvenient, let's say, is literally they had to send the notary out to the hotel we were staying in while we were at the event just so we can sign the papers to close. And then we, we were moving right after that. So, you know, imagine after being burned out and preparing for the event, and, you know, and we are, I'll be honest with you, we get really physically course, burned out after delivering three like that. days, it's countless just Stacey and I on stage day and night. Pouring our souls out. <laughs> right. And then we literally came home for like maybe 48 hours to and then the mover the showed house. up. Yeah, yeah. Right. So, you know, again, all this stuff went on and it was entirely worth it. And that's the point is, you know, in a short period of time, what we had accomplished, most people would either want to jump off or postpone or, or take a year out. to get it done. But we're moved. We moved and it's because it was a choice. Comfort is not our standard. We don't make judgments about what we want in our life based upon how comfortable or how that easy will be. it's going to be. And I'll also say, let's flip this around because I really want everyone to see this because this applies to everything in your life. That's why I keep saying like, print this out, write it down. Let's think about the people who came to RBR. This is the event that we were delivering for. The people who came to RBR to came to RBR would have said before going to the event, I don't know what this event is. I've heard it was great or whatever it was that they saw. I think this is for me. So they think they want something, but maybe they don't know what it's all about. And it would have been comfortable for them to say, uh, I'm not going to go to this event because I'm busy. I, you know, I don't want to fly. I don't want to fly. My kids are not in school for the summer. There's so many reasons why people will easily justify something that now just became inconvenient. And yet the people who said, I'm going, I'm going to clear the decks, much like we did with buying the house and choosing to go with something that was not comfortable. The people who came had unbelievable transformations. Their lives will never be the same. They invested three days in an event that transformed their lives. And it would have been so easy for those same people to find some reason to say, ah, not now, next year, not this time, which we know usually ends up being never, right? Because they were on it at the moment and then life takes them on their way, a missed opportunity. Same would have happened here. The same could have been just as easily true for us. We tried on these houses multiple times. I guess it wasn't meant to be, right? <laughs> <laughs> How many times have you heard that? I guess that's just the way it was. Was it meant to be? Maybe we should just stay here. It's too hard to move across the country. And let me tell you, folks, one of the learning lessons for us is it's actually wildly expensive, Unex <laughs> uh, unexpectedly expensive. Like, you know, the, the guy who had on the phone 
when we started hearing how much it was going to cost to move the contents of our house across country, I will just say that I, I'm not easily shocked. I was genuinely shocked. And he said, look, unless you were going from Florida to Washington, it doesn't get any farther than this. You're about as far as you're going to be. So there's so many reasons why, you know, it could have been, I guess this isn't what's meant for us. No. And I'll tell you what, having within day one of moving, we even asked the kids, we're like, is this everything you thought it would be? And they were like, it is and so much more. More. Our lives will be forever changed because we chose to live a life by design. We chose to not let comfort be our standard, as was the case with everyone who came to RBR. And they got the results. They get to live in that life because of it. It's the same with us. We practice what we preach in everything that we do. And it's a life lesson that, you know, again, could get lost as just, oh, life is difficult moving. No, there's so much to be learned from every life experience. But once you get those dynamics and understand it, you can transform so many other areas of your life. So that's your magic words for today is comfort cannot be your standard. So along the way too, do you want to tell them about like some of the things we had really interesting experiences because we're not your typical household, right? (laughs) And we had some interesting interactions with people that also are worth noting. So do you want to tell them like what some of the yeah, people were saying? Yeah, it was very, saying? very interesting. Like, and now here, of course, nobody knows what did we do, knows who we are. It's like packers showed up at our house to pack our house. By the way, that was one of the things that I had to master my state about the most was living in our house in Pennsylvania for months, knowing that we were moving and not packing a thing. It was like every time I went through a room in our home, I was like, Uh, reminding myself, they said they can pack our whole house in one day. They're going to pack our whole house in one day. These guys do this all day, every day. If they said they can pack this whole house in a day, they're going to pack this whole house in a day. And even leaving for the Relationship Breakthrough Retreat live event, knowing that we were like three days away from moving and nothing in our house had been touched. Like there's not a piece of paper. There's not a box. We haven't moved anything yet. I was telling myself, if they said they can pack our whole house in one day, they can pack our whole house in one day. This is the professional. This is the pro. This is why we work with pros. They know what they're doing. They've done a thorough job. So they came out and they packed our whole house in one day, which was pretty unbelievable. And of course, here are these people, they don't know anything about us or what we do. And it was so crazy because there's like seven of them in our house, like everywhere in our house. You couldn't really go in a room without a packer being in our house that day. And they were, you know, interacting with me and Paul and Jake and Grace. And the amount of times that each of them individually came to either me or Paul, and I didn't know what was going on for Paul, and he didn't know what was going on for me. We powwowed at the end of the day and ended up finding out that multiple times in that day, some of the packers and movers had approached us to say something about how you know, you guys are unbelievable. The the way that you're you're laughing through this day, the way that you're so positive, the way that you hug so each other, calm. and you're so calm, and your kids are so happy. Like we don't see this. Like this is not what people usually in your situation are melting down, right? Or having ton of stress. This is a stressful experience, and you guys are being so gracious to us and so caring and you're laughing and joking. And we don't know what's going on with you guys, but we've not ever seen anything like this. And and different movers and different packers said that to me or Paul at different times of the journey. And it's so funny because here I am thinking to myself, 
you know, I feel terrible <laughs> for these poor Packers because Paul and I are at our worst right now. <laughs> like we are coming off of a three day where we're exhausted. Fried. It was totally, it was so sweaty hot in our house because all the doors were open everywhere you went. All day long. All day long humid. because they're moving and it's like humid in Pennsylvania. We're exhausted. We're tired. And it was stressful. It was stressful to have your entire house packed up in one day and be running around trying to, you know, make sure everything is the way it needs to be. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, we're totally at our worst. And yet from their perspective, they're like, wow, you guys are so unbelievable and you're so happy. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. This is like really not the best of me and Paul. <laughs> yeah, we're kind of like fried, you know, half energy. But it's definitely a case where, you know, not only was it like the Packers and the movers, you know, when we got to the other end too. So, you know, the other side of it is they're unpacking and there's people who are like doing this organization and they're they're going through, they're asking questions. And you can tell they're very like hesitant to ask questions because I'm sure they've, in fact, they've said they've had so many you know, negative experiences where people explode on them and because they're venting from the stress of the move, they're coming down on them. They're asking us questions. I'm like, yeah, you know, that's a great point. I think we should do X, Y, and Z. And we would have these collaborations with them and they'd always walk away and like, okay. And then after a while, it became a normal thing where they're like, wow, like these guys are great. Like they're really working with us on this. And we were, we were part of the team. Like they're, of course, we're grateful. We're like, wow, you guys are doing an amazing job. And they had the same experience. They're like, we don't normally see this. We normally see people like losing it, venting on their spouse, you know, major meltdowns. And you guys Barking are just at their helping kids, us. Their kids having meltdowns because the moving is stressed. Like they see so much of the worst of families and families suffering through this and all of the breakdowns and their kerfuffles and it was very interesting to see all these different, and by the way, it was different people on the Pennsylvania end than it was on the Idaho end. And the same dynamic happened on both sides where people either interacting with our kids or interacting with us. And it just goes to show like when you're a relationship transformer, it impacts everybody, not just the people in your house, but the people who are experiencing you too. And, you know, people know what's going on in the world. You do too. You can see it in people when people are uptight or when someone's making a sarcastic or snide comment about their spouse. You hear it. You can see it. You see when somebody snaps at their kid or whatever, and you know what's going on. And people do see that, and it's different when you're a relationship transformer. People see that too. It's really true. Yeah. And I'll tell you, there's another story to be had here to help those listening, which is, you know... We had a design that we wanted to accomplish. So, you know, life by design. We had an outcome that we wanted. And it was a big outcome in a short time frame. Mm -hmm. And it's funny because we think about this from our perspective as well, too, is, you know, we'll do that for our students as we give them a big outcome in a short time frame. It's true. Instead of learning the hard way through life. So, again, I'm just going to show you how everything that we teach plays out through all of life. So, as part of this process, you know, we looked at it and we're like, I think this is big <laughs> and I'll just be honest, super honest here and say, 
in my mind, like I'm a machine and I'm like, I can stay up at night. I can power through this. And, <laughs> and like, I mean, this is a really big deal. But if I just start boxing up stuff now, do the workday, box at night, like I'm thinking about how I could do it as a machine, even if it burns me down to the core, right? You're bound down to yeah, dust. Yeah, Paul was thinking he could pack for us. Like yeah. I could do this. Like, I don't know that we need somebody to come in and do this. I could just, you know, work all day and pack at night. And we'll, like we'll in a couple of weeks, I'll just, I'll be done. Right. So like, you know, because now I've got a couple of weeks and boy, what I could pack in a couple of weeks, probably at nighttime. <laughs> so I'm having all these thoughts in my mind of what I could do on my own. Right. And uh, in the meantime, Stacy's like, no way, no way. Like there's no way, there's no way I'm getting involved in this. And she had a lot of very valid points. So I'm like, all right. So part of me, again, I'm trying to serve. It's just my way. And I'm a machine. So I'm like, I'll do it. I'll endure. But knowing I would pay a price for it, I'd still do it for my family. Right. But I also listened because Stacy and I are not separate people. We do things together. And that's another story to be had for another day. Yeah. So I listened to her and I'm like, you know what? Okay. And I want that for you is basically what my outcome was. Is and I want that for you. And, and I get it. Just to share, my perspective was there's a company. Our friend Tom has a business, Tom Neverman from orgodomo.com. Unbelievable moving orchestration and organizational design. True professional. Unbelievable. Like the pro of pros. I've known Tom for like 10 years. And I said to Paul, if we're going to move and we're going to move days after the biggest event of our year, and we're going to do all this in a short period of days to get the kids into school, then I'm not touching like a thing. We're not packing. We're not boxing. Our time is best served, serving our mission and serving families and let somebody else who's a pro at this do the packing and the moving and the unpacking um, and also setting up this house because I think it would have taken us months, if not years, of boxes all over the place before anything got unpacked because A, I don't have a sense for how to do that kind of stuff and B, like we don't have any time for anything like that. So my concept was as we always teach to use a pro, find out who's the expert in this, who gets the result like this for people and, you know, reach for that person, work with them and let them guide you, let them deliver the result for you. Just like we do for our students at Relationship Breakthrough Retreat, we're the experts, they reach for us, we give them the solutions and they get the result that was the concept is we're going to call Tom and God willing, Tom is going to be available and make this work to do the moving orchestration, which he did phenomenally. Like he's the best. Every single room in our new house is completely professionally designed. Every drawer and closet is beautifully organized to support our family. It's just everywhere you look, it's beautiful. It's organized. It's all laid out and we didn't touch a thing. And, you know, in a hindsight, like so many lessons are, you know, the clarity of it all, like having followed that because we work together and by not being pigheaded on my own side here saying, no, 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 I, you know, I could do this. It's a ton of money. <laughs> I could do it myself. I do it myself, right? You know, I will suffer through. I'll figure out the way to do it. I, I could probably get it pretty good. Uh, I don't need outside <laughs> help. What do you think now, Paul? <laughs> exactly. By the time we even start, once I'll be honest with you, it started for me. The day the people started packing up the house, the amount of work that went into that, I'm looking at them and, and there were like seven of them and two other leaders. I'm like, wow, like 
the amount of work that was involved, that would have taken me <laughs> so long. I, I'd have been packing oh, for, for so years. long. For years. I'd have been fried. I wouldn't have made it out the door, let alone getting the stuff across honest, country. You would have thrown out all of our stuff and come here and bought everything new. It's true. It's true. <laughs> You're, you're so you know me because I would have I've been like this is this it's is so inefficient. It. It's, I'm it. just I found a new plan. <laughs> my, <laughs> my new plan my is let's parachute. take the money instead of moving. Let's just start new. Let's get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> so you can see how badly things go if you don't take what we call the hand of Vlad. And there's a big story behind that, but nonetheless, you get the pro to do it for you. And I was already grateful for moment one, and not for nothing. When you look at the combined, I'm grateful that went through that whole experience from the day we started the move until the day that everything was moved in and professionally done. And I looked at the work that went into that and I was like, wow, the amount that I didn't know, the amount of mistakes I would have made, the art in which it was handled, the way things were so like systematized and they had so many strategies for things. It was so obvious that if you don't know what you're doing, the pain would be great. And I'll tell you, we wouldn't be moved in now. I doubt by Christmas we'd have been moved in. Like <laughs> We'd be living in Box City We here never would the... have found these podcasts, Mikes. No, no question. No question. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, like these podcasts would have stopped. You know, the impact to us from me making a poor decision of not grabbing what we call the hand of Vlad, the professional who knows what they're doing, would have been massive. And we all do that in our life. And we're just going to tell you, like, Seriously consider if something seems big, you should treat it with the emphasis that it deserves and yeah. start thinking about who is it that can shortcut that for you? Who is it that already knows how to do it? Who is it that has that mastery so that what would have been a huge impact to you in your life now becomes something where it's like that was very manageable and so worthwhile. Awesome. So start us uh, or close us off, Paul. What are the action steps? What can we start doing now to anchor in the lessons from this? Right. So what you want to do now, number one, decide. Decide that comfort is not your standard. Number two, only work with pros. Whatever you're going to have to do in your world, whatever you want for your life by design, make it so that you work with the best of the best when it comes to the things that you're doing in your life. It's so worth it. Don't try to you know, shortcut that and say, well, this one's easy. Get the best of the best. It's always the right choice. And we did too. We didn't just find like Acme brand. No no offense against Acme. I'm just going back to like Joe the- Joe Schmo mover. The road runner days where everything was like Acme. <laughs> like, so um, you know, like don't get like the no name brand just because it was convenient, right? Or because it was like the cheapest. Do it with the ones who know what they're doing. Go with the best of the best. And then three, start. Choose to always start creating your life by design in any endeavor that you choose to endeavor into. There's actually a predictable result when comfort is your standard in life. And you know what that result is? Regret. Yeah. Ever since Relationship Breakthrough Retreat, I've heard countless regret stories. This is the season for me. Right after this event is when the regret stories start flooding in. I heard from people saying, oh my gosh, so-and-so went to your event and oh my God, the breakthrough they're talking about, I'm kicking myself that I went on vacation instead of going to your event. Or this person told me about this unbelievable transformation that they had and now I'm kicking myself that I didn't get to your event this year. Like story after story after story of regret from going into comfort as their standard and not making a commitment to be at Relationship Breakthrough Retreat. Like when the stories start flooding back from the attendees who were there, 
about the breakthroughs that they had, about how their life has changed. Their parenting will never be the same. Their marriage will never be the same. Everything in their business is going to change for their better. The huge kerfuffle that they've been carrying around for decades has been resolved. Like when people start telling those stories, then the flood of regret of I'm kicking myself for not being there starts to flood back to us. Don't be one of those regret stories. So get on the wait list for RBR 2020 so that as soon as we announce the dates and the location, block your calendar, buy your tickets, because there's only one thing worse than the regret of missing out on a life-changing opportunity. Do you know what that is? Choosing to miss out on it again when the opportunity swings back around. People often say like, oh, I missed RBR, but I want to come to your next event. Like, when's your next event? RBR next year is our next event. Like, I just want to make it really, really clear. And I know not everybody gets that because you guys see us doing five events a year. But here's the thing, just to give you an inside look at how our calendar works. In the summer, typically July, August, we do Relationship Break the Retreat, our three-day event that we're talking about. And then in the fall, We do an immersion event, a life-changing event, but it's only for Relationship U students. It's a Relationship U live event. And in the winter, we also do, in January, a a life-changing, transformative event. It's only for Relationship U students. It's a Relationship U live event. And then in, like, April, March, in the spring, you see us go to Breakthrough in Paradise, right, where we do our five-day immersion event in the Caribbean. It's unbelievable. It's unlike anything else. But you have to have either gone to Relationship Breakthrough Retreat or be in Relationship U in order to go to Breakthrough in Paradise. It's not an entry-level event. It's designed for only students who have already mastered a certain level. You can't just come to Breakthrough in Paradise. And that brings us back to the summer when we do Relationship Breakthrough Retreat. So just understand that if you miss Relationship Breakthrough Retreat, Your next opportunity is Relationship Breakthrough Retreat a year later. So don't miss that. Go to RelationshipBreakthroughRetreat.com and get in on the wait list for RBR 2020. Now, of course, you don't have to wait for RBR next year. You can, of course, submit your application and apply to enroll in Relationship U. We can drop the link to the application in the show notes. You can also go to RelationshipDevelopment.org forward slash programs. Uh, to learn more about Relationship U and click the link to fill out an application to maybe enroll in Relationship U. And then you can come to our next event or Breakthrough in Paradise or anything else that's on our calendar. But in the meantime, Paul and I have prepared something super exclusive and special for you. Actually, we've never done this before. Maybe you're kicking yourself for missing the Relationship Breakthrough Retreat this year. Well, do you want an exclusive sneak peek at some of the amazing content and solutions we delivered there? Over the next four podcasts, Paul and I are going to share some clips of us teaching live at RBR so you can get just a few of these life-changing tools and strategies. Don't miss these episodes, right? These are the answers that you have wanted. If you got value from this podcast today, please take a screenshot of your phone, share it in social media, spread the word, and remember, and together, we are changing the way relationship is done. Hey, would you like to get big results in your relationships in just 10 seconds a day? If so, then subscribe to our daily inspiration for relationship transformers or The Dirt at martinopodcast.com forward slash dirt.